Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 78. And we are in the story of the woman of Samaria, the Samaritan woman that Jesus meets at the well. She's a great character. I just love her. And yesterday we asked the question, what kind of worshipers does God seek, does the Father seek? And basically he just seeks worshipers that are wrong, because that's everybody. And then we're going to get to another universal problem here today, and that is uh, sex, your sex life. She, The Lord says to this woman, go call your husband, and opens up this, this area. So they're talking, the context is they're talking about living water and repentance and having the Holy Spirit live within you and then worshiping the right God and sort of getting on the right page. And then Jesus, right in the middle of it, says, hey, let's talk about your sex life. So here it is. Uh, Jesus said to her, this is from John chapter 4, verse 13, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come and draw water. So this is all great. This is all just wonderful spiritual stuff. And then Jesus says, I think pretty much essentially, let's talk about your sex life. Here it is, verse 16. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you are right in saying I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you said is true. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. So go call your husband. I want to talk about your sex life here. Jesus knows uh, that she does not have a husband. So why does he ask? Jesus never asks a question that he doesn't know the answer to. So, he, in fact, he answers the the question better than she, the way she answers it. So Jesus knows something, and I think he's showing something to her. Maybe she doesn't know. Maybe she's lost count. Maybe she's had too many to remember. So before we throw her under the bus, let's say we had to list those who we have taken sexual pleasure from outside the bonds um, and boundaries of marriage. And that might be physical pleasure or visual pleasure or mental pleasure. Who listening here could stand? Nobody. So don't get on your high horse too highly uh, in this regard. So the point is, one has many sexual partners, not because you value sex too much, but because you value it too little. And Jesus is calling a very high standard here. All right. And then I think it's interesting that of all the people Jesus encounters in, in Scripture, I can't remember another time where he says, I want to specifically talk about your sex uh, sex life. Why? And here it has a prophetic value and must be an area of you know, particular stumbling for her or something. I think Jesus is saying for sure in saying the one that you have now um, is not your husband. 
I think he is certainly saying sex is for marriage and what you're doing is not okay. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to repent, confess, agree with the Lord. And and we see how she responds here when she says, go call your husband. And she says, I have no husband, which is kind of, it's not really the whole truth. It's not a lie. But but then when she says, I perceive, when he says you have had five and the one you have now, number six, isn't even your husband. And then I think she realized it's a, the Lord uses this area to convict her. Okay, so a couple of points about this. I think God knows our sex life. He remembers, he sees. Do we conveniently maybe know and maybe in our heads know and and certainly in confession maybe know? The important thing, I think, that our our sexual morals flow from our view of him. And living water will expose this area and exposing and and Jesus is expecting her to expose this area to the living water. So the question isn't how many has she had in the past, even though that's important. The real important one is how many husbands will she have in the future? Will she change this area of behaving? So personally, I think uh, drilling this home, you know, are you having others who are quote unquote? Are you having others, as Jesus says, who are not our spouse? Uh, that might be physical fornication, might be pornography, might be romance novels, TV, cable, and and perhaps most importantly, inside your mind. Is the one you are having now your spouse? So for Jesus, he uses this particular area to challenge her and say, this area has to be exposed to living water. It has to be exposed to the Holy Spirit. It has to be exposed to your relationship with me, Uh so our relationship with others, our relationship with our zipper, if you will, is under the br- umbrella of our relationship with the with the Lord. So on one hand, it's interesting how much Jesus makes of this particular topic. On the other hand, is after the perception of her, how little he makes about this, and he moves right on. So our relationship with others is is overshadowed by this relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So I, I think in conclusion is we can offer this area as an area of prophecy that, hey, the Lord sees this and I confess and I see it as well. And then the big question is, do I agree with the Lord? And I think for everybody, and the woman of Samaria, number one on the list, and then everybody else in the, in the history of the world following, is that looking at our zipper, looking at our sex life, only points us to say, oh my goodness, do I need a savior? So maybe that's you today. I thank you for listening. <laughs>